good. Do your do your do your little intro. Stepped out of my zone. my zone. I had to get out all alone, alone. and figure it out on my own. My own. And I know what I really want now. Can't stop me, can't break me. Do your do your little me. intro. Shoot for the stars, no safety. And now I see clearly. Welcome everybody. We're back. Myself and Kyle. We're back with another Watchmen uh, review uh, episode review. Um, again, unfortunately, we tried to, you know, we're trying to get one episode per week, but, you know, things happened. I was on vacation last week, and I couldn't get to episode four, so we're going to combine episodes four and five for you, but honestly, again, just like how I said the last time we did it, these episodes flow so well that it's just going to be, like, really easy to just talk about both episodes at the same time, and, like, not even, like, be confused or lose places or pace, right? Right, Kyle? Yo, these episodes flow like this. It's a book on TV. That's where to put it. Right, right, right. Um, so uh, let's. I mean, without further ado, let's just get right into it. Episode four. If you don't like my story, write your own. Uh, I'm gonna give you the um synopsis real quick. Reclu- <laughs> Reclusive trillionaire uh, lady Triu finally enters the stage with a mysterious offer with Blake getting closer to the truth of her cover-up. Angela enlists Looking Glass for help. The Lord trains two new servants. Listen, I think that's where I want to start. The Lord trains two new servants. And so, mm-hmm. if you watch the episode and see what he's doing, um, he, because, was it at the end? Then he, like, so every time he kills or there's a new servant that, or there's a servant that dies, right? He fires them off into space, like he puts them on a, a on a catapult and fires them off into into space. And it's like, it's interesting because it's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? What are you doing? You know, what's the purpose? Which again, right. like I said, these episodes flow so well into each other that we got the answer in the very next episode. But Kyle, let's let's focus right here, right? When you saw him doing it, what do you think? What the purpose of him doing it? What, what do you think it was for? I think he was trying to get to. All right, so either he's on the moon of Earth, or he's on the moon of Mars, or he's he's somewhere different. He could be in an alternate reality, and he's trying to get outside of that atmosphere, and he's trying to get in contact with Doctor Manhattan. That was my thought, and that was my thought all along with what he was using the catapult for. Because at first, I didn't realize until uh, I think it was episode two or three when they realized the catapult i mean when they showed the catapult i i thought he was doing something else to get the people in the space that's all it was a catapult and i said okay well that makes sense and you know you see the frozen the frozenness the people of blue and stiff and all that when they came back and i guess finally he got his wish and he was smart enough to have like the rope to pull him back um, after he left his message for uh, dr manhattan right Right, yeah. and and so I thought that was really interesting when because again in episode three we got the reveal of who the old man or the Lord is, and now we actually seem to know what he's technically trying to do. Is he trying to escape? Is he you know? And again, I thought it was very interesting what they're doing with his story and what they're doing with his arc. I think I honestly think right, and I'm gonna say this because I knew you liked the movie, but I'm gonna say this and whatever I say be damned. I think honestly this is way better. The interpretation of his character here is way better than what happened in the movie. I will agree. All right, cool, cool. So we can agree on that. 
Um, next up, I want to talk about Angela and, you know, enlisting Looking Glass to helping her, you know, figure out, you know, whatever's going on. And real quick, right? So, this, this, this dude has a whole bunker that he lives in. Right. And this is, again, episode four. We're not even going to go into episode five because that, right. that's no, where things get interesting, right? Huh? I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for all the smoke. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait so you know smoke. what? Do you want to just combine both of them at the same time? Because I could drive let's the synopsis for episode five, huh? Yeah, let's let's just go. Let's just go for it. <laughs> I bet. So let me drop the episodes for uh, the synopsis for episode five. Life, uh, little fear of lightning. The origin story of Looking Glass is last is at last revealed as is the truth behind the greatest hoax in American history. The smartest man in the world plots a daring escape. So again, we started off talking about Adrian Veidt and like him trying to. So what he was trying to do with his servants was escape wherever, whatever prison he was in. And I called it when I, I, I think it was one of uh, the last cast. I said, watch the game's master be one of the clones mm-hmm. because this man is sick enough to do that. Again, I think what happened was they put him on isolation. And so he felt like he needed to, you know, he just needed people around him. So he probably created everyone. So I was right. You were right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. But let's get into the origin story of this soft-ass nigga real quick. Looking glass. (laughs) Because Kyle thinks, because I think Kyle seems to really, like, be interested and intrigued by his character. Well, I'm like, wow, you were a whole like he was so. I think, I think when we didn't know his origin story, he was super cool to me. He was so yeah, mysterious and he was super cool. But as soon as we got his origin story, I'm like, yo, you are a soft bitch. But anyway, let's, right, get, so- let's get into his this is his origin real quick. So, um, episode four, Angela asked Looking Glass to to help her. You know, like she has the pills from. Um, from who we know now know as her grandfather, and you know she wants to know what it is, so she asked him to ask his ex, ex-wife, <laughs> let you find out how his ex-wife came to being. Ask ask his ex for you know for like for help because she works in a different lab, and so he's like, sure, he'll do that. And what he, so when we when we go into episode five and we get to his origin, right? He's a Jehovah's Witness guy, right, from Tulsa, who happened to be on a bus that went to Jersey right before, uh, 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 like, minutes before the whole uh, um, uh, 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 squid thing happened, giant squid happened with a psychic blast in New York. What did you think of that opening for episode five, Kyle? So, it... I didn't realize that was looking at the, the origin of Looking Glass to be completely. You know what I thought it was? I thought it was the FBI agent. I I was looking because I was trying to figure out what would this, and I, I think I was in the same boat with, with you as far as the FBI agent, or I thought that it was going back to show more of what happened with the original uh, Minutemen, the Watchmen, right. the original ones. So I thought, you know, when they went back, you know, they did this this thing going back i'll say okay we're going to get probably dr manhattan or something you know what i mean mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um something with uh uh what's uh, you know th- that the whole ending scene with uh dr manhattan before he left the space or whatever so i was thinking okay oh so we're doing some re- revelation because i know the season's what 
nine episodes and we're four or five episodes in. So I'm like, okay, so I know that you got to move the plot along, you know, to get to the ending. So I figure, all right, right now we're, we're, we're building for, for a climax right now. And when they did that, I realized halfway through the episode with Looking Glass, like something happened that triggered me like, oh crap, that they're, they're doing Looking Glass, um, his backstory. And I was like, oh crap, Looking Glass is a real gump. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Especially when he was naked and talking about he's oh, a sinner. I was like, I was like, Looking Glass. Come on, man. Chump. <laughs> like you got glass on your wee wee, man. Glass on the wee wee. <laughs> <sighs> and it doesn't stop there. He actually married the girl from the fucking carnival. Like who yes. does that? What kind of pussy ass nigga does that? Pussy. Like, and then he divorced on. her because he was scared. Like, right? Ugh, like, his whole life is just garbage. Like, he and 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 so he's such a cool character, though. Like, before all of this happens, when you meet him in the pod for the first time, you see his mask. It's so cool. But now you understand going to going into and this show. This show is so perfect, right? This show is perfect. The comic book is perfect because in the comic it showed that these superheroes were not all the way there. They weren't right. all the way balanced. They weren't all the way there. And now we're here in, in, in 2000. And I think, I don't know, the show is 30 years from 85, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like maybe what, 2014, 15, whatever. Yeah. I don't. Is it? Because sometimes it feels like it's in the 80s, though. Like, am I the only one who feels like the timing seems kind of off with the show? I think I think certain like scenes look very dated, and I think because we're still looking at old school Tulsa, but some, you're right. Some of the scenes look like you know very dated, and yeah, and yeah. So you know, like we're, it's thirty years removed, and now we're here. You know, he his car, and we're still dealing with like yes, we're not dealing with supers anymore, but we're dealing with a bunch of cops that feel the need that they don't look all the way there there's you know there's that what's his name i don't know what his red the red the guy in the red mask i don't i don't know what his name is and so i've seen a lot of movies and shows with with that actor in it so it's like whenever i see him i kind of get excited but then he also annoys me because he always plays like an annoying role right yeah but like he you know that character doesn't seem all the way there dude dude has a giant panda on his head you know he's not all the way there. So again, I think he's a Rorschach. <laughs> and and this is and it's very interesting. So episode so now we we get to see, you know, like the in, inside of this character who again we all thought was really cool. You know, seeing him in episode 4, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna ask my ex." He's like, "You'll be careful of 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 the FBI lady." And he's very like he seems very on her side and he seems very like he knows what he's doing. But in all honesty, in episode five, he doesn't. And the events of um, the 85 events still carry residual effects, especially with him. Because, again, it now makes sense why he's always running out after why he ran out and he took the picture of the squids from and he, you know, he hung them up to show Angela like that makes sense. Because in episode five, you get to know that he was there. Well, he wasn't there. He was across the river. The Hudson, but he was there, you know, if that makes sense. 
And so it's like, it's like, you know, no one is like 100%. Even if you go back and you look at, um, what's her name? Lori. Lori isn't all the way there because for her to be able to do what she does, something, there's, uh-huh. you know, we know who she's from. We know who, who, what cloth she's cut from, but I still think she's not all the way there. Um, so that that brings me now that now that we've kind of talked about uh, looking glass in a way, let's talk about Angela and what she's dealing with and what she's going through. So you remember, so in episode four for Angela, right? It starts off with her like breaking down the wheelchair and cleaning up the bakery, right? So she's cleaning up uh-huh. the bakery, she's breaking down the wheelchair, she tosses the wheelchair away, and she sees someone, um, some weird guy in like a very slinky costume, right, watching her. She gives chase, and the guy like oils himself and runs down a, a man a, a drain. Right. Who do you think that person is? One. Uh, like, I'm gonna just ask you. I have my idea. Who do you think it is? Um, so, I've heard people keep saying male. He, 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 he. Mm. Honestly, I think that's a red herring, and I think it's a she. And that she, who I think it is, would be the only person that's flexible to move around like that. The only person that would have an interest in Angela because she knows Angela has the pills, um, and she knows Angela has the direct relationship with the with her grandfather. So that person would be none other than the person who Angela's grandfather is staying with at this very time. Uh, the doctor, I forget her name. Uh, we meet her at the beginning of episode four. Um, oh wow! What, so you think uh, Lady True, Lady True? Yeah, Lady True. So you, you think yeah. she's involved with whoever was there with Angela? Yes, I strongly do. Um, for a lot of, I think she has a lot of personal interest with that because my this person is small and limber, right? And and, and can get through. Doctor True, they they show her statue, like they purposely showed her statue standing next to her grandfather, Angela's grandfather, when her grandfather stood up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then when you look at how small she is as a person with a frame, it makes sense. To me, it makes sense. Mm. So, again, that's probably where we're going to differ on that. I think it's the FBI guy. But I could be wrong because... That's a good theory. You could be right about the red herring. But I think it's him because that's the only person, well, that I think... You know what? Because he might be doing it on behalf of what's her name, um, Lori. So that's that's what I think with that one. But yeah, so Angela now, you know, she's gotten rid of like certain pieces of evidence. She goes to look, you know, looking glass and asking, "Hey, look, man, I need your help for this." And he's like, "Yeah, I got you." And he's like, "Be careful of the FBI lady and all that good stuff." But while she's doing that, I think you know she's like, "Lori's like, hey, follow me, and you know, let's let's figure things out." Um, she goes to the scene, you know, she gets a call while she's cleaning, excuse me, and she goes to, she, she goes to the, um, what's the, what's the thing called? The center, you know, the, uh, Tulsa center. She breaks uh-huh. in and before she does, she calls it in and says, Hey, do we have a, you know, there's probably something going on on the Tulsa center. I'm already right here. Don't worry. I'll check it out. You know, so she breaks in obviously. And all of this is happening on the night it's it's crazy how the show's connected because it you know like you know angela breaks into the tulsa center or lady knight rather and it's like hey look um you know breaks into the tulsa center 
figures everything out, you know, sees her father or grandfather and sees him grow up, you know, like, no, doesn't see him grow up, but sees her father, right? Sees her mother, um, who, who now we know happened to have died before, you know, like while she was a kid. Um, she, she's walking out and she hears her car smash and she, you know, she runs out to see what it is. It's Lori standing in front of her car. And now we know like what's going on with that situation. And we also figure out that Lady Triu um, is collecting, is building a clock somewhere. And to yeah, do she's this, she's building a she, clock. Yeah. yeah, and to do this, she's using some drones. And apparently, we figure out that's what is probably like that's what picked up the car. And they go talk to him. They go talk to her while they're talking to Lady Triu. They see a, a, a statue of Vite and Laurie being Laurie like crazy ass lori was like hey what's why is it so old why you why did you make the statue old well because that's what he probably looked like now and that gives us an uh, that gives us an idea that um he's not in argentina because in episode three the rumor is he's in he's in argentina so now it gives us he's not in argentina he's not on earth because no one knows and has seen him because again adrian Vite is adrian Vite. like even though he did what he did people are still going to know who he is right uh-huh exactly yeah um and and all and all that good stuff so it's like it's like so to me i'm like i'm like watching that and i'm like yo like all of these hints right and then we get to the to the end of it to the end of the episode and we find out that he's you were right you were right even though he is 102 100 he can stand he didn't need the wheelchair it was all fake so now right. it brings us back to the question from episode one: Who done it? As far as killed the uh, the chief? Yes. Okay. So here's my theory, and right. of course you know this because you and I texted uh, late last week about my rewatch of the show. Right. It, it was it was him. It was it was the grandfather, and the reason why I feel it was the grandfather. There was two uh, there was two things that was kind of like a showing. So when the chief tires were uh, were popped on the side of the road, he got out. There was a bright light shining at him. They never showed what the bright light was, like was coming from the source of that bright light, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a bright light showing. It got to the chief's attention. The next time we saw the chief was the bright light showed in front of Angela's face when she came and saw the chief hanging, and she saw her uh, grandfather in the wheelchair. Again, we didn't see that bright light. Like we didn't see what was the source of the bright light. One thing we saw was Angela say, "Turn that thing off." And it was him. So, right. So, what was the bright light? The bright light, in my in my humble opinion, was the the uh, the owl ship that he used to get away. That he used the magnet to uh, to lift Angela's car when he got away at the end of episode two or episode three. I forget which episode it was. It was episode three. So you think that's how he lifted the chief to the tree? No, I, 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 no, I, I believe he, he used his own strength. I believe that it was him that killed the chief, and that bright light that we saw was coming from the uh, coming from one of the ships that he has access to okay. because of Lady True's ships. All right, all right. Well, because, because mind you, they never showed the source of the bright light, but they definitely showed you in two frames there was a bright light. Just like they showed you again 
when when the car was taken at the end of episode two, that there was something that took you know what I mean. There was something that took the car and flew away. Right. I right. think there was a light from off of it, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, when the uh, when the magnet touched the ground, it kind of there was a light that picked it up. Um. So now when we so he gets up and he's walking and I'm like oh shit Kyle was right but we move to episode 5 right and it opens up oh wait wait pause pause ahead, pause, 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 pause my bad my bad remember we talked about this I don't know if we cast it on this but remember we talked about uh, this theory that, that that's uh, about uh, transgenerational trauma right and I was and I was saying you know it's something that, that the Asian culture has long believed um, it's something that uh, the Jewish culture believes because of the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and it's something mm-hmm. that it's African Americans that we that we're newly accepting uh, over transgenerational trauma. So they actually talked about it in episode five, and right. I was just like, right, which is important. Interesting. It's <laughs> very, it's very interesting. and It's important because again, it was uh, man. Let's let's get into episode five real quick, guys. So episode four ends with um, Lady Triu, her daughter. And the grandpa standing, you know, looking, staring. He's like, yeah, I, I hope I've made the right decision. I hope, you know, when everything, when whatever is coming, when it, when, you know, I hope when it happens, you know, we made the right decision, which is mm-hmm. cool. Now, moving into episode five, of course, we gave you the opening. We've talked a little bit uh, about uh, Looking Glass because he his, his kind of arc kind of connects. Um uh angela again doesn't really have a lot to do in episode five but it's very important when you see what she does because Lori and Lori, angela and looking glass are kind of like in a triangle where Lori has bugged uh looking glass's table and when she calls him mr mirror bro the whole episode he's like oh mirror guy and and he's like you know it's looking glass <laughs> But it was funny because when she said it the first time, you were the first person that came to mind. I was like, "Oh, I know he's eating this up." Oh, I was because <laughs> the first time we cast, up. yeah, because the first time we cast on this show, that's I kept all seeing calls in the whole episode. I, yeah, because that's what he is, man. <laughs> Mary guy. Um, so <laughs> you know, so it's like it's kind of cool because technically that is what you know he is. He's a mirror guy, <laughs> but. You know, but his name is kind of cool, and his cover job is kind of cool because you know how everyone kind of has a cover job. His cover job is actually yes. pretty cool. It's 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 yeah. it's he's um you know he he works with focus groups you know where he tells like the people that organize the focus groups whether they're lying, and he can tell that which is also really great. But you know further further into his story because again episode five happens to be a lot about him. Further into his story, we find out that he runs. First of all, his his looking glass uh, 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 mask is something called reflector tin, and it's something for people who experience the psychic blast in New York. You know, like if they want to go to sleep, you have to put it on so you don't. You know, because again, I think Lori had mentioned that people are experiencing nightmares, and I think he was experiencing nightmares, but he uses that. That kind of helps him, like, kind of keep himself cool. And what what his wife also said to him when he went to was ex also said to him when he went to go talk to her was the hat is back, and it came back probably because of the 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 squid rain that happened in episode one, which is important. 
So again, everything uh-huh. that happens on this show kind of has consequences to certain people. While we were looking, oh, it's just squid rain. It happened to you know bring um, looking looking glass back to a point in his life where he, you know, like it reminded him of like the worst time in his life. And so he went back to wearing the reflected tin hat in his hat. And now he he also like he made his looking glass out of it. And and Laurie kind of gave, you know, kind of like gave it into him like, yo, you're kind of a bitch. Like, is this is this why you, you couldn't wait to, you know, for white night to happen? So, you could, you know, you could put your mask on, which is kind of great when she said that. Oh, that's why you made your mask out of reflected tin so you can go to sleep at night. She, but she's also like kind of mean to everybody, but yeah. um, she's a dick. <laughs> right? And so she's more, the comedian. <laughs> seriously, and I, you're right, 100. percent We're starting to see a little more of her, quote unquote, father. But one thing that is really important about Looking Glass, that nigga eat beans. <laughs> hey. He eats so beans. Look, if y'all if y'all listen to this right now, just know we ride looking glass this whole episode, all right? Yeah. We earned that. I want you to know that I don't like him anymore. I used to think he was the coolest <laughs> character. I don't like him anymore. I think you might still like him, but I don't. You might even feel sorry for him, but I do not. Um But the the reason I think that's really important and the fact I, I don't think it's really important. I think it's just kind of funny. It's a callback to another character who eats beans. In the Watchmen, that out, Roshark, Roshak, Roshak ate beans. Remember when he broke into um, whose apartment? What did he break into? And he was eating those cold. He broke into Night Owl's apartment and he was just eating cold beans. But see, here's, here, all right, here's the weird part. Here's the weird part. When the show first started, I thought Looking Glass was, was Roshark, like was supposed to have been like a descendant of something. Shows yeah. And like even like I look at like how his van residence was and everything, and it didn't click for me until this episode. Like, wait, dude, never even fought anybody. Like when they went into that the community yeah, and they raided the place, yeah, after the chief died or whatever, he like the dude that was going to shoot him. Uh, Regina went and fought the dude. You know what yes. I mean? Tonight went and yes. fought the dude that was attacking Looking Glass. Looking Glass never reacted for the fight. Like I don't. He's not a fighter, so Roshak would have killed the dude. Yeah, man, Roshak would have killed the dude. Not even yeah. like beat him, broke his hands and but everything. I, but I didn't notice it until this episode. Like, wait a minute, this dude doesn't even get his hands dirty. Like, so they made it a point to show this guy is not a descendant of Roshak. Like, yeah, we set it up as a red herring to make you feel yes. like this is this shows Roshak, but really, no, he's not. He's and a different character. All when he's eating beans, I was like, yo, this yeah. is crazy. This is a crazy callback. So a character again who wears a mask, a full mask, a full face mask, and rolls it up just to eat or to do stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, to show you how much he's affected by you know the 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 squid mess from New York, he he has this like alarm system in his house in his bunker, and according to him, he tested like <laughs> almost every day. When the company's like, now nah, you're supposed to test that thing every like six weeks, and he's been like testing it every day, and it's crazy. Yeah, PTSD. But, right, and this in my mind is when we so we're getting to the interesting part of it, 
where he's now a test you know he's now like an easy mark for like the Rorschach gang because they yeah. pick on him and they couldn't pick on anyone else but him and I think the reason is being they know he's not fully they know maybe again because of what listen the biggest reveal of the episode was find out the senator was a was a member of the Rorschach gang and another thing I was right about is what's his face Judd Chief Judd is a member of the gang because again everything was too was too neat in my opinion yeah and I kept saying like the the blowing up of the body for the chief's body I was like that was too you, you called it too you, you yeah right, it was you too cute that. you know what I mean it was right. too cute like it was too convenient like here's a person who's gonna blow one of the raw sharks so it was gonna uh, hold hold a person hostage and was gonna quote unquote blow himself up they probably they mind you they they knew that uh that that Blake is high strong you know what right. I mean like they probably anticipated Blake was going to shoot and kill the Royal Shark you know what I mean that that was holding the, the um the the, uh, the governor senator. Uh, senator hostage right and it was probably planned out they knew how Sister Knight her, her mindset is oh yeah I'm going to throw you um inside the I'm going to throw throw his body over top of the, uh, this body is about to explode. You know what I mean? So that's right. how we get rid of evidence. Mind you, I still believe, going back to episode one, the chief was trying to cover something up. Like, I, he wore the dress blues at that episode. Me and you talked about this um, before we cast it. But right. he wore dress blues to go see the officers that woke up from the coma. But I, I, I believe that he was connected with the Royal Shark some kind of way. I believe this is a whole huge cover-up, and probably the only person that's not really involved with the Royal Sharks on the low is probably Looking Glass, that, that, as far as white characters. Right. Like, Again, that's the same. They, they, they're showing him to be weak or whatever like that, which I, I get, I see, but I think there's a bigger reason. Like, mind you, they made a deal with him to basically get out of Dodge. Like, they didn't even try to get him associated with them. You get what I'm saying? Like, you peep that? Like, they didn't even try to bring him over on that side. They just no, wanted they didn't. him to get out they just, the way. Yeah, they just needed him to do something for them. And and that's the part where I thought, you know, like, okay, well, he's maybe a good guy. And he's going to try to keep being a good guy. Because he's running this, this meeting, you know, for, for other people that are like him. And mm-hmm. he's trying to help people, but apparently he's lying to them also. Like, oh, I used to be where you are. I'm done being afraid. No, nigga, you wear reflective tin on your head as a hat. That's how you made your mask, bro. Like, come on, you're lying. And and that's kind of uh, frustrating because, again, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those character things where you kind of like, you know, the character before you know about their life. And then yeah. you know about their life, and it's like, oh, it starts to change your perception. But what makes it even worse is he's he's a good guy. He's a cop through and through, which is why, you know, when he found, you know, this lady that came to his meeting, and, he you know, he, he almost got involved with her, and she went, you know, she kind of like, you know, he kind of like picked her up, and he she dropped that lettuce. I mean, they made they made a point to talk about the lettuce in the, in the episode actually, where uh-huh. the, the you know the guy in the red made a sandwich with the lettuce, and he's like, "Where'd you get the lettuce from?" And so they made a point to highlight the lettuce, 
And then it comes back around that, hey, man, these guys are still riding around and we finally find out what they're doing. And I think that's the best part. They've created it. Either they created or they stole a, a, a portal. And um, if they took if they stole the portal portal, I believe the reason they were able to get access to the portal was because the senator happens to be a member of the gang, not even a member, the leader of the gang on that side. And now you have Chief Judd, who was also a, a, a high member of the gang, but he was on this this other side where he kind of kept, you know, the police at bay and the, the senator kind of kept the Rorschachs at bay, you know, doing their own thing. And I thought that was a very interesting, you know, it's kind of like you're still racist, but that's also kind of an interesting dynamic, right? Right. Like you know, oh, I, I'm I'm a I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that my people don't mess with you, or I will do what I can, you know. But it would have been to me, honestly, it would have been better if Chief if Chief Judd was like maybe one of the good guys, and he just made a deal with them after White Knight. But it wasn't that he he was a member of the gang, and but again, yeah, maybe the senator is lying though. Have nobody have you thought about that? Maybe he's lying. Maybe I mean, Chief I Judd wasn't. But the the, the the clan outfit was in his closet though right 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 so it's kind of hard right. to defend that one and so like he knew the toxicology was coming right you get what i'm saying right that he knew he had to cover that up because mind you that's the chief you know what i mean like there there was some telling signs early on that that uh that the chief was if mind you we didn't know it till later but there was like if you go back and watch the first episode again you be like, oh wow there are signs here and and I think I spotted I believe episode two or three when they showed the past of you know the White Knight and and what happened. I think Chief Judd has always liked Angela, which is why when she was shot, you know maybe they didn't kill the, you know he he was the one in the house and he made sure not to kill her, but or or he gave he gave um he gave um he gave uh, uh, directions not to kill her. You know, so it's one of those things that that, in my opinion, happened like he's like, OK, let's not kill this one. You know, it's it's one of those things. But, you know, I kind of had a well, suspicion. Let me talk about it on, on a kind of crazier, deeper level. So. All right. We're both we're both guys. Right. Right. Both two cisgender males, African-American males. Just put right. that out there right. for all the viewers. <laughs> because what I'm about to say might come off. Um offensive so I'm I'm, I'm 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 acknowledging where, where we at so that way we're trying so that way it doesn't come off offensive you know what i mean more, more so just me being transparent putting cards on the table right. so knowing so right. pointing it out maybe how i feel might be somewhat uh biased based off of my perception but um being a male and understanding the civil rights era uh, understanding Jim Crow era, understanding how different companies have gotten away with different things for years as far as hiring people. It's always been more accepted ever since slavery for a black woman to be more vocal in the workplace or anything instead of a black man. This goes back to slavery where the, the slave master would listen, would be more accepted to listen to the black slave woman because he, of course, he was sleeping with some of them, uh, while raping them, um, and would just move off, move away the black man. You know what I mean? Like the black man was just a worker. Like if you look at like uh, an employment place, 
it's easier for them to move the black woman than the black man. Or they could hire a black woman and they they have two different points on the scale. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, As far as, oh, we hired a woman and we hired an African-American. So we we met our quota for EEOC. So the reason why I say that is maybe when White Knight happened, he probably realized, oh, crap, wait a minute. I come off as a hero at the end of the day because I saved the black woman and I, she moves up. You know what I mean? I can move her up the rank. Because you notice the husband, we don't hear about what he does for a living. This is true. This is true. They, they never so mentioned like, it. Like I, said, I could be off base. So if I'm off base, I apologize. But it, I think it's a, it, I think it's a re- weird undertone also that's there as well with why she is where she's at, you know what I mean, and why she didn't die during White Night. Right, why majority of the officers died and she didn't. I just think it's yeah. weird. I think he liked her. It's a weird, like, relationship he has with her. And, and, and when she found the, the, so much so that when she found the clan outfit in the closet, she tried to protect them in a way. And even, even, what's his name, when she took it to, to, looking glass and he's like are you surprised that a white man in tulsa is isn't part of the clan like he's like and she even goes oh it could be like a general it could be like his granddad's no and and look looking glass was like what makes you so surprised that a white man in tulsa isn't is part of the clan like come on sit like you know you know you know what's up but yeah so um so when we find so there's there's three reveals that happen in that scene we find that the senator is a member of the gang um chief judd was a member of the gang and we need to find a replacement for chief judd or find you know who killed chief judd so we can keep the gang away from you know we can not let another white knight happen and then we find that adrian veidt had dropped an a, a tape for robert redford <laughs> yeah for president robert redford which i thought was crazy and and so he he did that and looking glass happened to watch it and now his mind is somewhere else and you know he's like open your mind help us get angela out the way or at least get who killed you know just get out the way so laurie can move out and we can like move move forward excuse me um and when that happened i was like oh no he's going to be a good guy and he didn't he he made he purposely set her up knowing what the pills were he purposely had her say what she knew about who killed chief judd and in the process of angela getting arrested she took all the nostalgia apparently the nostalgia is someone else's memory that they put in the pill form that you're supposed Uh to take um that they're supposed to take you're not supposed to take somebody else's memories but she's going to take it and it's going to lead us into like an amazing series uh of of events in the next in the next episode which i think i'm yeah. really really excited for uh let me honestly, ask you that. i'm sorry go ahead wait let me ask you this go ahead so what happened with looking glass and the meeting that they had with looking glass because they could have easily killed them yes but they wanted to get angela out the way right yes. I think because they if they didn't get Angela out the way i was gonna say if they didn't get Angela out the way they were gonna kill angela's family right was so I know what Looking Glass did was questionable, but technically, if that was saving her life, was he wrong? Because he's not only saving her life, mind you, 
Andrew has those three kids in the house as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing we have seen is Looking Glass has a pretty unique relationship with Angela. I think more more intimate than almost any other character that we've seen him with. He's more relaxed and more himself around Angela and more uh, vulnerable. And even um, looking at Angela, like Angela is a hard-nosed character, but she's more vulnerable and less coppish around Looking Glass. No, I can't say that because in that car in, in that car scene, Looking Glass was more relaxed, but Angela was so headstrong and coppish. You know what I mean? Like she didn't come off the back to him. You know the car scene I'm talking about when yeah. he was in the car when he walked in the car went, after when they went to, when she went to the chief's um, ground. So, yeah, and he was just trying to have just a conversation with her, right? And, and she, she was, was just more so like, yeah. But it's all like it's like their relationships like that. Like even the scene when they went to beat the crap out of the witness, like <laughs> Looking Glass tries to be cool and comfortable around Angela, and Angela's just like straight cop with him. So all it's right. like, so this is what I think, right? Wrong? This is what I think. I think, right, that I think what he did was shitty. Not even questionable. I think he's a cop and if and he knows Angela isn't stupid. Angela's probably not going to make a big move that would alert the gang that she knows something. Um, I think he could have talked to again if you were my friend or if, again, this is why you can't really be friends with coworkers. You know, if we have a cool relationship i feel like he should have told me and he was looking out for himself but because Rorschach, you don't know who yeah, they no, are no. so you don't know what cops are Rorschach. so if he would have did anything but that at that moment who would have been tipped off but think about it there? so now now that he's done it at the end of the episode we see him try to throw his edt uh edm edt machine out the alarm system but he comes back mm-hmm. to pick it up and as soon as he picks it up and goes back in the house you saw what happened. There's a whole yeah. They were coming like, for him. Yeah, they were coming for him. So it didn't even matter because now they're still going to come for you. So you haven't done anything. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, you you got yourself not killed earlier to do their bidding, but now who knows what's going to happen to you? And you just look really goofy now. So I mean, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't forgive him, bro. I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to kill their second best character on the show. I think their second best character is Adrian Veidt. Like, Angela, yes. Laurie is great. Adrian Veidt is the second best character. I mean, even though his story right now isn't necessarily connected to to the main storyline. but I think they're weaving it in now. Like, especially when they show the time travel. Oh, man. The time, yeah, the time travel thing and every, that, that, that whole reveal. Well, I yeah. think they're re- I think they're they're moving that plot along. Also, right? also with when me. he when he kind of got out, when he kind of escaped, right? Because he did escape. He used mm-hmm. all the bodies that he had been sending out there to to write a message to someone. Yeah. And and I think yeah, you're right. They're moving his story into the actual main plot, and I think it's gonna be great when we get there. But honestly, man, I, I don't know. Looking Glass, I'm very disappointed in. I can't believe that. I mean, but then again, this is this this is a HBO show. We know that they will kill out good uh, certain characters without caring. I don't think they'll kill Looking Glass though. Like not yet. Fuck Mary like, Guy. Not yet. <laughs> Fuck Mary Gosh. I I just don't have him dying yet. Like I feel like 
you got to flesh him out more. Like, right. he knows too much. Right. And, like, especially now. So, like, he has to get, he has to get to a place where he can tell Blake about what's happening. But at the same time, I blame him for not telling Blake, like, continue talking because he knew that they were being monitored. I blame him for not saying what he knew. Exactly. Because he knew. And yeah. he, he, he could have done something about it. But now he let her, you know, he let, he let her bite, you know, take the bullet. And now, again, we don't know what those guys are going to do to him. And we don't know. We also don't know if he can fight because we just haven't seen him fight, which is also very interesting. Maybe he can fight. And so we'll figure that out. Uh, anything else you want to say in closing? Um, I'm looking forward to this next episode. I want to see how this thing um, with uh, Dr. Manhattan is going to go because Eventually, I think by episode, what, we're on episode seven now, coming up, episode seven? Six. Six. Between, it's nine, nine episodes this season. You've got to introduce Dr. Manhattan soon. Right. Like, you've got to. So, if they're doing the flashbacks with the, uh, with this, with the pills that they're introducing, you probably gonna have to, some kind of way, shoehorn them in this, that episode and really have them in episode eight. I don't like, but you got to like. You just can't keep hunt, um, hinting at that and not do it. You know what I mean? And I don't know where the show's going, <laughs> but it's like three episodes left. It's like I don't know where the hell the show's going. It's all over the place and it's awesome. But I think that's the fun part of it. And and like you said, it's. But is it all over the place because, or is it all over the place on purpose, where it's going to come together at the end? Because again, oh, it's coming we're look, yeah, we're looking at uh, Adrian right now, kind of weaving into the main plot. So it's it's gonna be great when it all comes together. Again, we might not even get a definitive end to the show, but I think we'll get something where we'll probably be satisfied with how it ends. Yes, I am looking forward to next week's episode. I want to see how they're gonna do that. I think we're gonna get like more than one storyline, of course, because we've gotten like oh, we always get like two, three storylines in the show. So I think we're gonna get more than one storyline. Probably gonna see Mrs. Um, uh, the the rich lady again, Doctor Trio, and I'm yeah. excited to see if she shows up again because again, you know, probably at the end of the episode to see if she shows up or if the father grandfather shows up to help save uh, Angela and and get her out of there. Um, you got anything else you want to say? Go ahead. I have a prediction. The season finale is gonna be the Doomsday Clock. And the Doomsday Clock is going to revert back to what happened in New York. What, you what think we're going to get another squid attack? Yeah. I'm, I think we're going to get another psych blast that's going to happen. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I, that's your I theory. think we're going to get that. You, had, you, you, you heard it here. I'm not going to give you any theories. I'm just going to watch the show. So Kyle gave a theory. He said the finale, we're going to get some sort of attack that would either unite or something that would that would mess up, you know, like Tulsa. But I feel, but it is gonna happen in Tulsa, right? Yeah, I mean, why else would you build another Doomsday Clock? Right, right, right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's been our Watchmen episode review. We reviewed episode four. If you don't like my story, write your own. And episode five, Fear right. of Little Lightning. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we would definitely, I think next week we should have it tight enough to where we will drop next week's episode on either the sunday or the monday thank you for listening ladies and gentlemen and we will catch you on the next one peace peace